Hi, I'm Graham Mack, and welcome to the Pod 20, the countdown of the most popular podcasts in the world right now. This week, Anthony Davis from 5 Minute News from Los Angeles, and the TV star Lorraine Kelly from her kitchen. The Pod 20 is heard on podcast radio on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms, and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now, and at number 20, Something Was Wrong, the award-winning true crime docuseries about the trauma and recovery from shocking life discoveries and abusive relationships. 19. Revisionist History, Malcolm Gladwell's journey through the overlooked and misunderstood. 18. The Bible in a Year, with Father Mike Schmitz. Father Schmitz walks you through the entire Bible in 365 episodes. Here's the bit where Father Schmitz reads what God says should happen to gay people. If a man lies with the male as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall be put to death. Their blood is upon them. Yeah, there's some pretty sinister homophobic stuff in the good book. The Bible in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. It's at number 18 this week on the pod 20. 17. Behind the Bastards, the worst humans in history. 16. On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 15. Three Men in a Microphone. Damien Lee is one of the presenters. What other podcasts do you listen to? Well, it's funny you say that, actually, because we had a bit of a ding-dong uh, recently, and um, we like to think it was our feature. So we were listening uh, to the Chris Moyles podcast, and we were talking about um, sleep apnea, talking about Bane, and talking about how, you know, um, we went into this room and saw, you know, this face, and it made us sort of scream out. About a week later, the same subject was discussed on Chris Miles' um, radio show, and we kind of thought, oh, you've got a cheeky little Chris Moyles listener. So we reached out to the producer of the Chris Moyles show and he said, we were egocentric, go away. So um, we're that never what? went he, he said what? He didn't say that. No, he just said not at all. It was their feature. So, But we don't know. We think we might have a secret listener, uh, uh, one of their producers, because there's been a few things that we've heard that, yeah, sort of similar. We like to think so, Graham. It's probably nothing alike. But uh, in terms of podcasts we listen to, we, we've we got a podcast that we listen to, which is called uh, Married and F-U-C-K-E-D. We can't say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. that's good fun. It's about uh, it's about a former radio presenter and his uh, and his wife. Um, they've got an autistic son. Um, it's all about their life. So that's really good fun. Um, we listen to the podcast as well with the two, the married couple that are going on tour, uh, doing like a stand-up show as well. Can't think of it, what it's called off the top of my head. Um, but that's a very good one as well. Uh, married without, trying to think what it is, Graham, you must have heard of it. Surely it's in the top 20. No, I can't say so. I have actually, but then that might be more to do with me than than anything else, than than the, uh, the state of the universe where everybody, I often miss huge things yeah um, yeah yeah or get on them late i got on breaking bad so late but love it but see yeah. i tried with that i couldn't I, I, it was all right and then i just lost it really so the one, I, the one I couldn't get on was break was a game of thrones oh uh, no you gotta give it a go graham once you get past that first season my god you're in for a journey yeah okay oh well um 
I don't know. All I know is I do a lot of audiobook narration and often they say, oh, we really like your style because it's so Game of Thrones. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll have a listen and watch it and I'll go, I don't know. What I don't know how I feel about that, Graham, to be honest. I don't know whether they're trying to say you're, um, you know, one of the forest people or whether you're more of a, you know. No idea. No idea. It's, it's usually Americans when I've done uh, like kind of fantasy novels for them with lots of characters and oh, nice. they, they, they seem to think it's like Game of Thrones. All it is is because there's so many characters, I have to use lots of different accents. So there must be lots of different accents in Game of Thrones. All British accents, though, is that Well, it? that's is another that thing with our podcast. I think the regular joke is I try and do accents, and <laughs> I like to think I'm fantastic. Um, yeah. However, the guys think I'm bloody awful. Um, well, which, 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 one, which one in particular do they think is, is needs some more work? Well, I think my Irish is probably one of the best, to be honest, Graham. Let's have a bit um, of that. Uh, if we were to look at it, Graham, I think at the end of the day, during podcast radio, we've got to say that three men and a microphone is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we could say that. But what we can say is that Three Men and a Microphone is at number 15 this week on the pod 20. 14. The Jordan B. Peterson Podcast. Enlightening discourse that will change the way you think. 13. No such thing as a fish. The award-winning podcast from the offices of the hit TV show QI. 12. Five-minute news with Anthony Davis. Anthony, you moved from London to Los Angeles to live in Donald Trump's America. It wasn't Trump's America when I. It moved wasn't when you when you got it there. Was Obama's I'm, I'm getting America the timeline. Two it was, weeks. Oh, it was Obama's America for you two went weeks, to, and then Trump happened. When I was planning the move, it was always Obama's America, and then in my head, it was going to be Hillary Clinton's America. Right. Because do you remember we were also convinced that Clinton was a surefire win. Yeah. We didn't think that Trump would get in. He was like a comedy entrant. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't think he was going to win. No. That look on his face coming down the escalator. <laughs> that he thought first he was still meeting. in a reality TV show. It's like, am I, am I supposed to be, what am I supposed to be doing here? That first awkward meeting when him and Obama sat down after he'd been voted in, you could, you thought like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be. <laughs> no, he didn't. He never wanted to do it. He was no. going to set up a TV channel. That's he was right, going to yeah. use it as a as collateral, as free promotion for a TV station called Trump TV, I guess. You know, in the basement of Mar-a-Lago, so he would never have to go anywhere. He could just play golf and do a bit of television and, and get subscriptions and ratings and, you know, just criticize Clinton. I think that's what he was planning. Mm. It's probably still going to happen. It's all worked out for you, though, in the US. You've got some Emmy news for us, haven't you? Well, I didn't personally win an Emmy, but I lent I'm my saying voice. you did. That's very sweet of you. I lent my voice to a Nike commercial, which turned out to be the biggest ad they've made in a long time. It was called You Can't Stop Us. And it was a 90 second, you know, extended. And you may have seen it has a split screen where it's just editing, where they've just edited sports people doing the same moves, but two different sports. And the line down the center of the screen separates it. And it's one of the most beautiful commercials I've ever seen because it's humanity and it's people coming together and you know you can't stop us you can't stop sport is the payoff and so my voice is is in the ad and it won the grand prix at Cannes for best commercial and then it won the emmy for best commercial at, at the at the emmy awards and it, we did it in august last year so a year later it won the 2021 award even though it came out in 2020 so it's had like an extended life and it really is such a wonderful ad. So, yeah, to 
for the team, you know, the to see the team get up at the Emmys and win, I was very proud of them and such a great thing to be involved in. I'm only in it for, you know, a little bit, but it's it, it's a really good commercial. So I didn't book many ads last year, but the one I did happened to be the biggest ad of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> we know things won't always go our way. And the world's sporting events are postponed or cancelled. But whatever it is, we'll find a way. Well, Five Minute News, the podcast's also uh, won an award, hasn't it? Oh, actually, it's yeah. been nominated for... It's been no, it won, what did it, it won one it was and nominated, nominated. For, for, for a Podcast People's Choice Award, and it won a Communicator Award, which is out of New York City, and it's... And that, I didn't realise what a big... The Communicator Award, uh, Awards, I didn't realise what a big deal that was, but in audio, in the audio business, um, loads of people I really respected were won, won awards and were up for awards, and uh, we did an episode about uh, the atrocities in Yemen, and that was the episode that won in, under the news category. And um, so I was very proud of that because, you know, 5-Minute News has been going since July 2019, but it's still like the new kid on the block. And there are like small news channels and news networks that are appearing because the mainstream news networks, the legacy, I hate to use the word mainstream news because that has really been harnessed by the right and and used as as collateral you know it's like leveraged what are they i only worked out recently that they abbreviate it so on social media they call it m s n and i thought that was microsoft network and it's it's mainstream news and they they okay very critical it's not the same as msnbc i see so yeah right right very critical of mainstream mainstream news and i and mainstream news has never changed. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's a bit annoying. But in the main, it's it's still reputable. And so yeah. because of what happened with the rise of misinformation with the 2020 election and even Brexit and anything else, any other democracy in the Western world, unfortunately, mainstream news has took a bit of a downturn. And in fact, after Trump left most news channels lost 35% of their viewers. Yeah. Because there wasn't this, there wasn't this scandal every day. So it's very interesting what's changed. So 5-Minute News has filled a little little bit of a gap in the market. Yeah. And 5-Minute News is at number 12 this week on the Pod 20. At 11, Hidden Brain, Shankar Vedantam uses science and storytelling to reveal the unconscious patterns that drive human behaviour shape our choices, and direct our relationships. 10. Freakonomics Radio Discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. 9. Test Match Special from BBC Radio 5 Live Insight and analysis from the ashes in Australia. Number 8. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend After 25 years at the late-night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests, so he started a podcast to fix that. 7. What If? With Lorraine Kelly and Rosie Smith. Lorraine, you're a very successful TV presenter. Why did you decide to do a podcast with your daughter? To be honest, it was Rosie's idea. Uh, She was living in Singapore and we were always doing WhatsApps together. Um, and we always thought, didn't we? WhatsApp. What did I say? WhatsApp. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's the right word. But well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. We were yeah. WhatsApp 
happening? What's happening? Yeah. And, and you said, you said, oh, it would be really good to do like, you know, you being in Singapore and me being over here mm. to do something. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be like a, a mother-daughter podcast. Yeah. We were going to talk to other mothers and daughters. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were. And then you came home. Yeah. Then I had to come home. So yeah, it wasn't really going to be that anymore. I know, but you still had the idea for a yeah, podcast. Yeah, we still wanted to do something. And uh, we just thought the what if thing was, you know, we, we put a lot of ideas around. And then what if is such a great way to oh. start a conversation and continue a conversation because we've all got we've all got those moments, haven't we? Those sl- sliding door moments or, you know, if I hadn't been down that road, if I hadn't met that person, mm. I don't know what what might have happened you know it's, it's that thing of and then we've all got that thing that we want to be a certain thing that like i wanted to be an astronaut or a fighter pilot what did you want to be i don't know i still don't really know what i want to be oh neither do i am yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to find out what i'm going to be when i grow up <laughs> and what were you doing in singapore rosie i, I was working well, ugh, can't speak i was working for a, a charity and then i worked for uh, a marketing agency and um, doing PR for lots of bars and yeah, it was hell, wasn't it? Rosie put in PR for bars and uh, news, cocktail places, <laughs> new trendy things. Must be awful. Yeah, very very boring. <laughs> Why did you come home? Uh, I came home. Uh, I was planning to come home anyway. My my employment pass, which is the a visa, was was due to expire, and I thought I could either do another two years or I could come home and then uh, COVID happened. So mm. my I was going to finish work and have a few months of traveling and enjoy a bit of, you know, beach yeah. and have a lie down. But uh, I came back April yeah, last year. April when it all sort of, it all really yeah. kicked off. I remember when you were on the plane and there was only about... There seven people on my plane. Seven wow. It was mad. I know. And then you... And you, they weren't serving booze. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. For goodness sake. That's what, it's like, it's, it's about 14 hours, isn't it, Singapore? It's a yeah, long time. Oh, I know. But then you isolated for a couple of weeks. It was yeah. really frustrating because I was desperate to see her. But you had to isolate for a couple of weeks because it was, that was in the first lockdown. That was hard. Yeah, I think I, I came back just when golf courses had opened here. So right. Happy. Yeah, because he was so I, I feel like I, I just missed it yeah. being the worst that it was here. But then yeah. when I was in Singapore... I had two weeks of just being in my flat, didn't mm. They clamped down really hard, though, yeah. very quickly, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah. really did, which was, which was uh, yeah, the, the absolute right thing to do. But it's it's great to have you to have you back. Mm. And then, and it's it's funny because Rosie, Rosie's working, she's working for Hello Magazine, but um, for over a year now, how often have you been in the office? Oh, I've been in the office once. Just right. Once. You've all been yeah. working from home. Yeah. That's going to change quite soon, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going back to the office next month, which will be really weird. Really? Are you looking forward to that or not? I, I am. I'm excited to actually meet people. I only know them from the top of their heads. So. <laughs> it's Zoom calls. <laughs> you find out what the bottom of them's like. Yeah, see how tall people actually are. It, it's funny, isn't it? I've been working from home for about two years now and love it. But mm. uh, And don't get out much at all. But on the weekend, I went to a football match and met up with some mates, and I'd just forgotten just how great that is. You know, you know, it's been that long. It's uh, it's it's changed the world for everybody. This, hasn't it? Yeah, I was just so lucky. I was really lucky, being that I was able to work all the way through. Yeah, you know, I've been able to go to work. Maybe you've been. You brave. probably worked more than you ever have. Yeah, yeah, because you just kept. How going could you work that? more than you do, Lorraine? You're the hardest working TV <laughs> presenter there is. You do everything. No. How could you no, do more work? Well, it's just it's, it has it's it's just got really 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 busy, and also I think because you know um, when 
when we were first going in. I mean, the, the, the first option was we're going to have a, they had actually a camera in my living room, a proper studio camera. Uh, and our director sort of rigged up a kind of, you know, a gallery really. And we were going to get on the air no matter what. I mean, it might have been a bit wibbly, um, but we were going to do it. But luckily, um, they sorted out, we all just shared the one studio and there was hard, it was all remote and there was hardly anybody actually in the studio and we were really, really careful. Um, and, it, and it all, yeah, it all worked out. We were still able to, to be on TV and it was lovely to get the action because people were saying, it's quite nice to have that continuity. Yeah. You know, to see a bit reassuring, I think. That's yeah, it. yeah. So many things are different to have to have something that's the same. Yeah, yeah, I think, so. I think so. I mean, obviously, it was a different show, um, but yeah, it was great, and it was and Rosie getting a getting a job and being able to work again, work from home. You know, talking to people, interviewing mm. people, and um, that that was that was great as well. She's much better interviewer than I will ever be. She, she listens and. And she'll go down the rabbit hole with the person that you have to do, Graham. You have to, you have to do that, don't you? You've got a rough idea in your head of how it's going to go, but then you've just, you've just got to go with the flow kind of thing, you know? Yeah. What if with Lorraine Kelly and Rosie Smith is at number seven this week on the Pod Twenty? At number six, Smartless, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett connect people from all walks of life to learn about shared experiences. Five. The Always Sunny Podcast. An unofficial look back on the past 14 seasons of the hit show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hosted by Glenn, Charlie and Rob. 4. Shagged, Married, Annoyed. The only way Rosie and Chris Ramsey can have a conversation without being interrupted by a toddler or ending up staring at their phones is by doing a podcast. 3. Stuff You Should Know. If you've ever wanted to know about Champagne, Satanism, the Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime and Rosa Parks? Then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. 2. Crime Junkie If you can never get enough true crime, congratulations, you've found your people. And at number 1... Sweet Bobby. How much do you know about the person you love? I love you, sweet. And who they really are? I wish I was there with you. This is a story about a young couple who fall for each other despite everything. When it comes to matters of the heart, I said we can all be a bit crazy sometimes. And about how their love turned into something much darker. She went from being a vibrant person to being a shadow of herself. She was literally a shadow. And I kept screaming, why? You've stolen 10 years of my life. How could you be so sick? It's a story of manipulation on an epic scale. This case, oh my God, where to start? What the hell has been going on? If you put it on the television, there'd be a lot of people that would say it was completely unrealistic. It's about who we are online. How little we know. So what do you mean you don't trust yourself, sweet? and uncovering a 10-year scam. The only thing I have is truth on my side. I'm Alexi Mostris. I'm a journalist at Tortoise Media, and this is Sweet Bobby. Oh, sweet. 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 This is killing me. I love you. Yeah, Sweet Bobby is at number one this week on the Pod 20. 
And that's it for episode 85. Thanks to this week's guests, Anthony Davis, Damian Lee, Lorraine Kelly, and Rosie Smith. Next week, my guest is Tom Linney. Him and Dan present the podcast, Oaf. What kind of podcasts do you listen to, Tom? My passions are really cricket and music and film, but probably in that order. No, music probably first. And, uh, and yeah, the Wisdom podcast every week. Bet you didn't think we would be talking about cricket today, did you? So do you play cricket? Uh, I, I mean, I did. I, I'm part of a team that plays on Victoria Park in the summer. I didn't play this summer, but um, we actually do have our cricket team night out this weekend. And uh, But, yeah, I love cricket and I do play, but I'm terrible at cricket. I'm, yeah. I'm someone who puts in the effort, but for little reward. Right, yeah. Well, hey, if you enjoy doing it, that's that's yeah, what it's about. Yeah, and it's probably a bit like my podcasting, <laughs> putting the effort for little reward. Well, no, that, I think that's only because, as you said, you, you haven't, like, I know a couple of people have gone down the Patreon route and have done very, very well out of it. And uh, until you explore it, you don't know. I've, I've never looked at it, but apparently that I mean, is a great way to get some to get some money out of it. Yeah. I would never rule it out, but I think it's a, a, way, a long way off for us. Really? Yeah. So the motivation is, is just for the love of it, for the art. Yeah, I mean, I just love, I, I, I get to chat to one of my favourite people in the world every Friday for 45 minutes. We cut it down for half an hour, and then we put it out there, and we just get really nice feedback for it. You yeah. Know, and some, some of the other, my other favourite people in the world, feedback every week you know, about how much they enjoy it, and that's, you know... It's just that's great for me. Very happy with that. Yeah. Well, it's a great podcast. It's called Oaf. And if you forget the name, it's On A Friday. But that's not the only reason why it's called that. It's a great podcast. It's just two guys talking about what's going on. And if you feel hopelessly out of touch with music or with music like they do, uh, then listen and you won't. You'll just feel, feel part of the gang. We get the podcast from all the usual sources from where you get your podcast. You've got it across everything. Yeah, except Acast. So oh, you're not on that. Oh, do you have to be? Do you have to have to be specially selected by them? Do you be one I of them? Our, host, our hosting platform is Buzzsprout, and for some reason, they put it on every platform except Acast. Okay, but I'm hoping that one day we'll be on Acast too. Well, you'll be my special guest on the Pod Twenty next week, and that's something. In the meantime. You can watch extended video chats with my guests on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. What will happen on the podcast radio chart next week? Will your favourite podcast make it to number one? Find out with me, Graham Mack, on Fridays at 5pm and across the weekend on Podcast Radio. And you can influence the Pod 20. Make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.